The Rebbe from Lublin told his Hasidim that they should make it a special push to come to him on Parsha's boy, even more so than Parsha's Meshalach. In fact, he found a source that in the words of Chazal that tell us that although there are certain mitzvahs that you could do a shlichus for, for example, Kedushin and preparations for Shabbos, but nevertheless, we are told mitzvah boy. There's a mitzvah to do it by yourself. And with that, the Rebbe from Lublin hinted to his chassidim that there's a greater mitzvah coming in Parsha's boy. To understand Divrei Chachomim V'chidosim, of course, we know there's certain letters that are called Oisios HaMeschalfois, they're interchangeable. They can change from, an, for example, an Aleph to an Ayin. But we can't switch an Aleph to a Vav. Boy is spelled Beis Aleph. And boy with a Vav is Beis Vav. What did the Rebbe from Lublin mean over here? And what's more important to understand is, in whatever the idea was that there's something more to be learned in the parish of Boy over Parshas B'Shalach, but what is the idea that it was meyuched and mesugul? It was designated that the form of achieving what the parsha has to teach us about is by going to a tzaddik and being there with him for Shabbos. Let's delve into these parshas that the Chedusharim tells us are parshas that the aura of Yontav we have. You see, Yontav always comes out on the calendar time of the year, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. But we have a different time when we can access the source of the Or of Yom and Toivim, and there what's called the concept of Kriya, the reading the parshas are Ma'ur the Zman, they're Ma'ur the Kedusha, they're Ma'ur the Yontav, the light that shines forth from the Yom and Toivim through the reading of the parshas. In Parshas Boy, we start with the first Yontav of the first days of Pesach, this Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that's what the parsha is all about. And Parshas B'Shalach, we climax it with Shvi Shel Pesach, Kriyas Yamsuch. We go on to Parshas Yisrael, and over there we have Kabbalah Satay, we have the Yom Tavashuas, and we go from there to Parshas Mishpatim, which is all about judging, judgment, which is Rosh Hashanah, Melech Ben Mishpat, Yam Arts. And with that we learn Parshas Shkolim, and Parshas Shkolim is L'Chaper El Nafsho which is Yom Kippur, the Kapar, the Atonement that we get. Until we turn to the end of Parsha Shmois, Chuma Tetzave, Vayakob Pekude, which is all about the Ashroa, Sashchina, Vasuli Migdash, Vishachanti, Besoichim, which is the Yontav of Sukkis, the Yontav of Tzusa Dehem Nusa. So these are weeks packed of the Or of Yontav. Let's see what we could find in the Parsha about it. At the beginning of the Parsha, there's many difficulties in the splitting of the Parshis from Vayera at the Parsha's Vay. I want to just ask six short questions over here. Parshas Ba'er has seven makas, Parshas Ba'er has three makas. Why were they split? In fact, it's not only why were they split exactly in this way from seven to three, but the, the mak of Arba is almost a continuation of the mak of Bard, as the Pasuk says. Its job was to finish up the mak of Bard. So it's almost a continuation, and here we split the two parshas together. The Balaturim says, that if we would want to figure out how many makas are there in Parshas Boy, so we can count it, it's simple. We know it's Arba Choshech and Makas Bechers. But the Balaturim finds a hint, a remez in the Torah for that. Boy, El Paray. Boy is Begematria 3, 2 and 1. I'm going to bring another 3 makas. Let's understand what, it, what is the Torah tell, hinting to us that Boy El Paray should know, and there's another 3 left. And, Kind of, we should, Moshe Rabbeinu should know this and approach Pari with that information that I'm going to give you another three. 
None of the other makas to the Rebbeim tell Moshe Rabbeinu at the beginning. Tell tell Pari, I'm going to give another ten. I'm going to give another five. I'm going to give another three. What is the idea over here that we need to know a specific message? We're starting now a process of the last three, and you should be aware about that. This is something which is difficult to understand. If you read the opening two through two three psukim, the Rebbeim just tells Moshe Rabbeinu go to Pari, and he doesn't tell him what the makah is. And then Moshe Rabbeinu tells Pari that the makah is going to be Arban to the point that the Ramban already asks. Well, explicitly in the Torah that the Rebbeinu had told Moshe Rabbeinu what the makah is about. There's many explanations to this question. There's many answers, multiple answers. But what's bothering me, underlining, un- underlying all this is, but why? Why in the end of the day was this makah not specifically told? Explicitly, the, the Rebbeinu Shem, what the Makkah was and it's hidden. What's the hiddenness over here? What's the idea behind it? The the Swamak Noishim bring down from the Zayr, from the Elegi Zayr, Baya Pare, go to Pare. Pare is a place of Tumor. Pare is a place of filth. It should be Leich, leave the Rebbeinu Shem and go to a bad place. And the Zayr HaKodesh answers, Baya Pare, the Rebbeinu Shem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu, go to Pare because I'm there. You're entering a house of Lufnai Lufnim. What's the idea about this, especially because in Parshas Ve'er we find the expression by also by some of the Makas. In fact, the Makas always went with the order of Lech, Elpar, Elamayim, and then Boy. But for some reason, the Zayr, when it comes to Parshas Boy, the Zayr finds in the Boy over here, Elpari, that it wasn't an entering the lines then of Pari, but actually it was together with the Rebbeinah Shalom entering the Mokim Ketusha. What is the idea behind this? One last question the Balaturim says, that it says by Yonach, the Arba rested. So the Balaturim points out it means it rested on Shabbos. Shvisa Shabbos, the Arba, the Arba was Noig. Now, halachically, there's no, there's no source to, for Arba, which is not owned by Yid to rest. In fact, halachically, even Arba that's eating food, the halacha is that an, uh, there's no Yonah Metzuv on Shvisa Spahemtoy. So, what is the idea over here that the Arba rested on Shabbos? And if there is an idea to that, how come we don't find by any of the other makas that they rested on Shabbos? What about by Orif? When they rest, we're not going to go into if it was a malach, it wasn't a malach, and for they and so forth. It seems like by the Arba they were somehow smarter than the other animals, and they understood the concept of Shabbos and they rested on Shabbos. What is the idea behind it? We know that the makas, its primary goal was twofold: one to hit the Mitzrayim. And a second that we should see the godless of the Rebbeinu Shalom, Klali souls, the chosen people and everything. But it came in a specific number of ten makas. And obviously everybody understands that that number wasn't by mistake. That number is representing a concept of ten specific forms of ways of Akois. And everybody, all the Mepharshim talk about it. The morale is one of the earlier ones that puts it down so beautifully. How he sets up the first three makas were hit on the ground. That's why the source of the market was starting off by the lowest thing that's on the ground, which is water to the frogs, which come from a combination of water to above water to kinem, which comes out of earth. And the next three makas dealt with the halal arts, the sphere of the world, dever, shrin, orev. These are all animals that inhabit the sphere of the world. And the next three was a higher level, and that was minashamayim, where you have Arbe, Choshech, and Makas Bechor is coming from coming Milamayla, and the Merah works out when it needed Asra, when it didn't need Asra. So to the Swarm, I work out how the Esra Makas correspond to the Asra. Each Maimer that was given to the whole world was 
kind of the Rabbi Nisham was Maka that Maimer, and that's where you find that all the Makas, whereas the Zohar says it was Nogli Lumitzrayim Verofili Yisrael, you see that Klal Yisrael, they not only not get affected by the Makas, but they actually profited from the Makas, starting with Makas Dam, and each Maka elevated them more, the Maimer came more 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 designated to Klal Yisrael, like as we see so greatly in this week's parasha, when it comes to the Choshech, the Torah spells it out, an extension of light. Probably, it was probably light even at night, because there was no concept during those days of night and day. And in fact, the Medrash points out that they were able to see through the Kalim. That idea you find, that is one of the ideas of the misper, the, num- the numerical number of ten, what it's corresponding to, this has to do with Aser Sadebris also, and so forth. Reb Tzadik HaKoyin explains another idea of what the ten makas correspond to, and then, Kinegeda Eser Svir Shabahem Nivra Oyundar, Yibayinishem Kaviyochel created the world with the Eser Svirs, which Eser Svirs we know are Chochma Bina Vadas, or Keser sometimes it's called the first one, and then the Sheva Midas. Which is Chesed Gvurit the first Netzach Hoydisoid and Malchus, and over here Tzaddik explains the Makas went Milamata Milamila went downwards upwards where the first Maka was representing the first Mid at the bottom rung which is Malchus upwards to Yisoid to Netzach 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 and Chesed and Gvurit to the last ones were connected Chabad Chochma Bina Vedas. Once we have that information, we already have. The two parshas, how they're split so beautifully, we see the picture. The first parsha, parshas Vayir, is the seven makas that go connected to Sheva Midas, it's its own category on its own. And the next three makas is parshas Boy, where we're entering the parsha of the makas going connected the Chelik of Chochmah bin Vadas. And with this, we could understand what the Balaturim is telling us. Boy, El Pari, Bigamachura 3. I don't want to just count down to you how many makas are there in this parsha. We're starting a new process now. We're starting now the Makis of Chabad, of Chochma Binu Vedas. Makis that represent a higher sphere. Makis that the Rebbeinu Shalom is more active in them because it's coming not from the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but from the higher place, in Chochma Yisera. And therefore, here's where the Zoyer points out that it wasn't Lechel Pari, but it was Boyel Pari, the Rebbeinu was saying, I'm there. In this Makkah, I'm represented more over here. It's a higher place. And since these are Makkahs that are dealing with Chachma, it's hidden. Chachma is Nelam. It's a Dover that's more secret. So we don't even express explicitly when we enter the Marocho of these three Makkahs, we don't even say explicitly in the Torah that it's Makkahs Arba. And that could be the Chachma Yisera that we find by the Arba, that they understood how to rest on Shabbos, because these, this Makkah already was coming from a higher Makkah. So the Arba that was Shluchei HaMakkah in the Makkahs that are dealing, representing with the last three of Chabad. So the Arba understood the Ketusha Shabbos Vayonuch Vayonuch. Let's go back to how we started in the beginning. The Rebbe from Leblin said that this Parsha is greater to come to him over Parshas Beshalach, because mitzvah boy yoisem mi And we couldn't understand what it means, the word boy and boy in Beis Vav, it's not the same word, it's not the same idea. What is the idea over here? What is take, what is the reason for mitzvah boy mi So we know there's some mitzvahs that you can't do shlichas on. I can't have a, I can't have a shlich put on tefillin for me, I can't have a shlich sit in a sukkah for me, eat matzah for me. 
and the Taisa Smir, the Taisa Bochbeh, they all try to explain the idea, what the reason for that is. And the basic explanation is, why am I putting on tefillin? I'm not putting on tefillin so I should have some chalais, some accomplishment of tefillin putting on, some check in the list. But the, but the tachlisa of putting on tefillin is that on my hand I did the mitzvah. On my body I sat in the sukkah and ate the matzah. What is it going to help me if somebody else does it for me if I don't do it by myself? But then nevertheless, there are some mitzvahs that even though it's a mitzvah, its main purpose of the mitzvah is the outcome of the mitzvah. For example, to marry a lady, the main thing is that you'll be able to be married to the lady, and then you'll have to be able to be kind of mitzvah pruvu. So too, if I, have to, if I need to prepare food for Shabbos, the main, the main mitzvah is that I'm going to have the foods, and then I'll be able to sit lel Shabbos and v'karosel Shabbos oinik. But nevertheless, there's a mitzvah by Yosemite And Why is that? Because the tachlis, what is the definition of the word mitzvah, the Shalah Kodesh says, mitzvah is a loshen tzavsa, litzavis. The tachlis of every mitzvah is an ability, not just to do the mitzvah, to get us closer to the Rebbeinu Shalom. If you'll do a kedushin and you'll have somebody else do it for you, you'll have the mitzvah, you'll marry the lady, you could accomplish the mitzvah, the tachlis of the mitzvah. But the getting closer, the mitzvah should be nifel by you, and you'll get affected by it, and you'll get closer, the accomplishment of mitzvah. Litzavis, you'll be lacking unless if you do it by yourself. And therefore, even though you could do it through shlichus, but mitzvah boy to do it by yourself, If we would look at Parshas B'Shalach verse Parshas boy, we would properly say Parshas B'Shalach is bigger. In Parshas B'Shalach, it didn't pale in comparison to what we merited to see in Parshas Boy. In Parshas Boy, we thought we saw everything. We saw the final, the climax of the ten Makas. Makas Bechiris. The Nisim were unbelievable. But in Parshas Beshalach, Vayaminu Bashem, Vamoshe Avdai, Klaisel Sudak, Kriyas Yamsu, they said the Shir Sayam, they saw the Rebbeinishlam Ra, Shivchal Ayam Ashalayro, Yecheskel Benbuzi. It was a greater level. It was a greater level of Ashra, Sashrina, that they all saw. Nevertheless, if the tachlus of every mitzvah is that you get closer to the Rebbeinah let's think on which parsha was Klai so able to get closer to the Rebbeinah Yes, they saw by Kriyas Yamsov a greater Ashurah They saw a fascinating nace even higher than Makas Bechayis. But that wasn't done through the Rebbeinah that was done through Shluchai. The Rebbeinu Shalom wasn't there. There was only one time that the Rebbeinu Shalom came down and that is in Parashas Boi by Makas Bechoris. The Rebbeinu Shalom came. Yoyser would have the Rebbeinu Shalom revealed himself in Parashas Bechal. Mi Bishluchai. But the Rebbe from Lublin was telling his Chassidim, you want to know what the tachlis of everything is. The tachlis of the limit of parashis that give us the horrors of the yomtiv. In parashas boy, you can get the boys to get close to the Rebbeinu Mitzvah boy, yoysim mi b'shlucha. But there's one last thing we must answer. But why do you have to go to the Rebbe for that? So learn the parasha, learn the lesson. What is that the Rebbe said, come to me on parashas boy to get this mitzvah boy, yoysim mi b'shlucha. This idea, this lesson. Today is the outside of the Eligah. And Moshalei Misasev. It's well known, a beautiful Dvatar that he said that only an Oyev Yisrael, a Tzaddik, could be Mamlitz Toiva Klaiso with such a sweet Dvar. And he said, We learned in the parasha that when the Rebbe came to the Yiddish houses, so the Rebbe saw the 
דם וזל, דמזוזוס ונמשקויף, ופוסח השם אבות בני ישראל, דרבי שם כביכול ג'ומפט אובר דה יידישה האוס. And he didn't understand it's not even possible for the Rebbein Shalom to jump over a place if the Rebbein Shalom is Malaychalar, it's quite The Rebbein Shalom is everywhere. How could the Rebbein Shalom jump over a Yiddish house? Does the Rebbein Shalom need to actually jump over? What does it mean he jumped over our Pasach B'nai Yisrael? It should just be our Pasach Yisrael. And he said, only something that, it's, that we could only say over the words of a tzaddik, that the Kaviyachu and the Rebbein Shalom had to come down to do its, uh, this low act it was Nesatsev, it wasn't something that, 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 that the Rebbe had any interest, any Geshmak in doing. To come down to do Makas Bechayrus. But every time that the Rebbe saw a house of a Yid, he jumped up, the Chaviyochu, the Rebbe Nishlam made a Rikida, a Tansel, and he said, Do Vointayid, Do Vointayid, it was Nesmala Simcha Yisrael by the Yiddish Abayis. That's what it means, Uposach. Uposach means Miloshin Rekida. Al Bati B'nai Yisrael on the house because it's B'nai Yisrael here. And the way it's told is that this Torah, that Moshe Levi Sasev had said it at the Tish by his Rebbe Remailach, the Noim Elimelech. And he got up on the table and he started pointing to the Rebbe Remailach and saying, what does this mean? It means when the Rebbeinu Shalom sees a Yiddish Ashtobat Tzadik, the Rebbeinu Shalom is boy with the Tzadik. The Rebbeinu Shalom comes ain't with them. And the Rebbeinu Shalom starts making a Rekida, Da Vaintayid. So Memele on the Parshish boy, that the lesson is to access the boy. You go to a Tzadik where the Rebbeinu Shalom is boy by the Tzadik. And there you can learn the Parsha of Mitzvah boy, Yosem Ibeshluchay Agat Shabbos.